Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. This is part two of a series we're doing on distorted thinking, stinking thinking, irrational thinking, wrong thinking, problematic thinking, troublemaking thinking. Call these the automatic thoughts that we often have that just get us into trouble and justify our actions and without taking responsibility and without really making changes and learning you know, from our experiences. The other day in part one, I covered 10 different ways in which we have distorted thinking. We talked about mind reading and fortune telling and catastrophizing and discounting the positives and overgeneralizing and looking at too many of the shoulds, what you should do and ought to do. So today what I'd like to do is to do part two now and look at it from the perspective of thoughts that we have that are inappropriate and uh, distorted and get us into trouble uh, just as we did yesterday in part one. But what I'd like to today I'd like to then focus on some of the things that we can do to change the ways we think, correct our thinking and correct our feelings and our actions so that once we change our ways that we think. So we covered 10 points yesterday and here's number 11. We'll just do a couple of them today. Here's number 11, blaming. Blaming is when you focus on the other person as the source of your negative feelings and you refuse to take responsibility for changing yourself. That's blaming. You know, you blame somebody because of how you feel. You blame somebody because a mistake was made. You blame somebody because you failed in something. You blame somebody because something didn't go quite right. You blame somebody else because you were late. You know, in other words, you constantly live with the idea of finding somebody to blame for the ills of your life and for the stresses of your life and for the unfortunate happenings in your life. Stop blaming people. Just start taking responsibility for your part of it. Sure, other people may have contributed, but you contributed greatly. And you have a very major role that you played in whatever happened. So just take responsibility for that part of it. And just don't mention other people. You don't have to mention anybody else from the point of view of blame. Just let it be. Here's number 12, okay? Unfair comparisons. Unfair comparisons is when you interpret events in terms of standards that are unrealistic. For example, you focus primarily on others who do better than yourself. And you find yourself then inferior in comparison to other people. You know, no matter what you do, you can always find somebody who does it better. No matter how fast you uh, finish a task, somebody can do it faster. No matter how precise you are or how accurate you are, somebody can be more precise and more accurate. Don't compare yourself to other people. There are obviously people who do things differently and better than you. But you do what you do and in your way and just take responsibility for that. It's okay to finish a task maybe a little behind other people or not do it quite as perfectly as other people don't compare yourself you know every pastor has this problem of comparing himself to the pastor downtown who has a larger congregation you know they think that's something better well it's not you just take your responsibilities and be faithful to your duties and what is yours to accomplish. Here's number 13. 
regret orientation. That is, you focus on the idea that you couldn't, you could have done better in the past, rather than on what you can do better now. You know, you might say something like this: "I could have had a better job had I tried," or "I shouldn't have had said that." You know, we often regret what we do, or regret that we can't do something, or can't do it as well as we expected. So, there's always something better. We could have done it better in the past, that's sure. You have to deal with the here and now, though. How well you do things now. Not how well you did things in the past, or how well you're going to do things in the future. Your life has to be focused on how you do something now, how well you do it now, how quickly you do it now, how precisely you do it now, how satisfactorily you do it now, and so on. Just stay in the here and now. And, for, and forget that whole idea about regretting, you know, that you aren't as good as you used to be. Here's another one. This is a good one. What if? What if? You keep asking a series of questions about what if? What if something happens? What if I fail? What if we aren't on time? What if we don't get there on time? What if somebody does it first? What if? What if? You live with a life of anxiety. When you live with the what-ifs, you're always anxious because then you kind of think you have to be there first. You have to do it first or you have to do it better and, and uh, not make mistakes and so on. Tremendous amount of anxiety when you live with what-if, what-if, what-if. And you think of all the problems that can come about, all the ways in which something can go wrong. You can get depressed, but particularly you can get anxious. You know, the antidote to that is, so what if? So what if we're late? So what if we don't get there first? You know, so what if we get there last? You know, so what if we come in third? You know, so what? It really doesn't matter. Take the edge off. Take the pressure off by asking, so what if? And here's number 15. Emotional reasoning. Emotional reasoning. You let your feelings guide your interpretation of reality. You let your feelings guide you. Well, that's not a very reliable guide. Feelings are not very reliable. Feelings change and come and go and are subject to influence and so on. They aren't stable, so they're not a good measure of what we do and how we feel or about something and how well we evaluate something. Don't let your feelings guide your interpretation of reality. Don't say, I feel depressed, therefore, my marriage isn't working out very well. I was anxious, therefore, I didn't do very well on the test. I was nervous, therefore, I made a mistake. You know, forget all that. Emotional reasoning. Just look at it from the objective point of view. You made a mistake. You didn't see it. You didn't think that far ahead. You didn't consider that point. You didn't consider that issue. You just leave it at that. You don't have to kind of defend all that you do and things that happen to you because of how you felt that particular day. Every day we feel different. Now, of course you're going to have days that you don't feel very well and feels you, days you don't feel happy or days you don't feel uh, energetic. There going to be a lot of days you feel depressed, a lot of days you feel nervous. Every day is going to be different. You can't let your feelings judge or guide you in 
be your judge for what you do or don't do. Just do your best per day and let it go at that, okay? Now, here are a couple of things that you can do when you get into this kind of stinking thinking, you know? Obviously, I just said, so what if? Use that phrase, so what if it happens that way? So what if you are late? So what if things happen the way they happen? Just deal with it the best you can. You know, stop and correct your current thinking. You know, when you hear yourself make some of these irrational statements and thinking irrationally, stop and correct it. What is more correct? What is the better way of thinking? What is the better way of saying something? What is the better way of putting perspective on something, evaluating something? Stop and correct it right then, and then recorrect it, and then recorrect it, and practice the more correct way of speaking. There's a third way you can do it. Ask for some feedback from your friends and from your family, your spouse. Ask for feedback. When, when you speak irrationally, people know it. People understand it. People hear it. And they can tell you. Ask them to give you the feedback if you've been speaking irrationally or if a particular statement you made was irrational. Just ask them. And then make the corrections. You know, always practice the more correct way of saying it. Always practice the more. When you hear yourself make these crazy statements that are irrational, just you stop and you correct it. And then just keep thinking about the corrected way and the better way of saying things. You know, here's another point. Buddy up, if you will. Ask your friends, ask your spouse, ask somebody around you if they hear you speak irrationally. Ask them to catch you speaking irrationally and correct you and have you correct yourself. But mostly and the best way is just listen to yourself. Just listen to yourself talk. Just listen to yourself speak. Just listen to yourself have these irrational statements. And when you hear it, stop and correct it. Stop and apologize. Stop and say, oop, I didn't mean to say it that way. And then rephrase it. And then you'll be much, much better in handling your thinking patterns and get them to be more rational. Rational thinking is better than emotional thinking. Wise thinking is better than stinking thinking. Okay? So do your part and make sure that you focus on the best way to get your thinking under control because then your behavior will be under control and your emotions will be under control and you'll feel much better. Research has shown us that if you just correct your thinking, you'll correct how you feel and you'll correct how you behave. So it starts with the thinking most of the time. Listen to yourself talk because that's how you think and then make the corrections and you'll be a wiser person as a result of it. Okay? Now, before I go, let me just refer you to the Lehman Lock and Safe. Lehman's Lock and Safe. If you have a key problem, a lock problem, you want a safe, you have a difficulty with some aspect of Lock and Safe, you go ahead and call Lehman's. Okay? He'll be out. He's, got a, he's a mobile person. He'll be out. Or you can go to his shop and get your lock and key problem resolved. He's at 1089 East Shaw in Fresno. And here's his telephone number. It's a way to get a hold of him. 
559-228-1805. Complete mobile services for locks and keys and safes. And he'll get you fixed up and get you going again. So give him a call. Bye for now.